I, I don't know what it is. Every time, just like literally, it's like five minutes before the phone rings. All of a sudden, it's like I got to poop. <laughs> Monday. It's January the 20th already, 2020. Hey, it's 2020. January the 20th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where there's two things I don't like about being in a small town in the winter. One, it's a small town. Two, it's winter. That's it. That's all you get. (laughs) Pretty much nailed it, though. It's the only problem I have with small town in the winter. <laughs> I don't like small towns or winter. Um, this experiment in relaxing outside of Vancouver is failing miserably. Um, I'm not relaxing at all. I'm actually going kind of the shining on everybody. <laughs> this could have been a horrible mistake. So it's a good thing I'm returning this week. And then maybe I'll remember why I hate Vancouver, and I can't. I'll be really eager to come back. See, this is this is why. Um, it, well, a the grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> this is why that's so true. But um, uh, I don't know. I actually had something really witty to say, and I completely just lost my train of thought. So fuck it. No, I, just, that one. I think this <laughs> this thing just turned out. Really not the way I expected. Like I've, I've got like all, all my friends. Obviously, it's right after Christmas. Everyone's got bills. Everybody's busy. Yeah. So I came up here expecting zero degrees and whatever. I'll hang out with some buddies. It'll be fine. I get up here. It's minus twenty, and I, none of my friends can do anything because they're all busy and they shitty kids. And I was like, well, this is just not what I. This is not the homecoming I expected here. <laughs> This is a bag of bullshit. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm with my mother. and I love my mother, and she loves me, and that's good enough. We don't need to be together to, to know that. <laughs> yeah, we just, she does, like, little mom things. Sleep until 8 a.m., and she's like, oh, nice of you to wake up today. <laughs> it's 8. <laughs> well, I was going to drive you into town, but half the day is gone. It's still dark out. What the fuck? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, and that's just fun. I mean, up till midnight. She can't hear. She's deaf, so that's not like the noise is bugging her. But she's like, oh, I don't, do you normally stay up all night? Uh, yeah. I, was up, I was up till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your light was on all night. You mean 12 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, that is all night because after 12 o'clock, it becomes morning. 
Yeah, well, technically, I spent two years of my life literally not sleeping, ever. <laughs> then I went to two months of heavily drug-induced sleep. <laughs> so, as soon as I got here, I was just like, ping! I can't sleep. I, yeah, I I'm back, not sleeping again. <laughs> For the last two months, I got as many pills as I wanted to help me sleep. Now I get nothing. <laughs> but there you go. That's a little look into my life. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Numbers are numbers are not where I would like. Um, I'm starting to wonder if our show titles have something to do with the number of listeners. Because it makes no sense, the ones that get a lot of listens as opposed to the ones that don't. Yeah. But the last couple have been, I don't know, maybe people are busy or something. Okay, well, we're going to try a theory. Name this one. This is the episode that everybody's listening to. Yeah, something like that. I still didn't, I didn't post a day in the last one. So my, I don't know, maybe we'll see what happens. I've, I've been slacking off because I've been in a bad mood, so... We'll get everything together. I've also got a podcast coach lined up. I've got a meeting with a podcast coach. Interesting. Coach me into podcasting. And <laughs> we'll get these episodes up because tomorrow night, Gordon and I have our interview with um, the other one. I don't know if I know what's in front of me. CQP? C CPQ? CQP. Moment. CQP. Saving money, great deals, DIY, and pop culture. That's I can't wait. That's what I'm all about. Those are my four things. Saving money, great deals, pop culture, DIY. I'm all about DIY. <laughs> sure. I mean, technically, you are. Literally, you're the definition of it. I guess so, but I really don't subscribe to it. I, I'm very much let someone else do it. I just don't have the means to employ other people to do things. If I did, I would do very little on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else would be holding this microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> this microphone. Why is that beer not pouring in my mouth? <laughs> Who do I got to pay to get this beer put in my mouth? You've got two hands. Get to work. That's the other thing. I have had like six beers since I've been up here. That is a ridiculous amount of alcohol for me to consume in a week and a half. <laughs> I gotta tone that right back down. Hey, um, you have the like you something we're gonna have to take a look at. Um, I have a listing here of the most and least educated states in America. That's and I also I also have a listing of the laziest and most active states in America. I didn't realize that could be two different lists. That is two different lists. Uh, now, ironically, it's technically almost isn't. <laughs> because there's a drank commonality between the two lists, which is very, very humorous to me. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, uh, do you want to start with that? Let's start with that. Yeah, let's start with that. Um, okay, well, let's start. Okay, so most educated states um, in America. Uh, would you like to take a guess who you think might be in the top five? I got the top ten here. 
Um, New York, California. Nope. nope. Massachusetts. <laughs> Number one. Most educated is Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, Washington State. No. Well, yes, top seven. Massachusetts, Washington State. I'm going to say Illinois? No. Um, So let me give you the rundown. So I'm not going to just rhyme off all the states. Um, so yeah, Massachusetts hitting at number one. So well that done. makes sense. That's where all the Ivy League schools are. Harvard, right? Harvard is yeah. Um, Maryland number two. Yeah, Colorado, Colorado number three. Oh yeah, I forgot about Colorado. Ironic that the you know the highest marijuana producing state is also the highest education. That's kind of funny. I've always uh, said on this show, stoners aren't dummies. That's right. Uh, Vermont, number four. Connecticut, number five. Oh, Virginia, number six. Uh, Washington, number seven. Virginia makes sense. Um, New Hampshire, number eight. Oh, okay. Now, number nine. KC, buddy, hope you're listening. New Jersey, number nine. Makes sense, fish. I guess. Uh, And for me, this is the kind of the shocker. Keep in mind, I don't know the U.S. very well, but nonetheless, Minnesota, number 10. I have no idea what's in Minnesota. I just know that Minnesota is where Jesse the Body Ventura was a mayor of. Uh, Governor. Governor. There you go. Um, Now, in my defense, I always forget that Connecticut exists. (laughs) (laughs) I I always forget that's a thing. Um, so there's no way I would have gotten that because I forget that it is a thing. Um, I had no idea where Hartford was back when the whalers were a thing. Um, Connecticut's just not a place that exists in my mind. Um, some of those are surprising, but I, I don't know. Colorado, that makes perfect sense. I should have thought of that and all the rest. I don't care. Now, least educated. If you don't get at least six of these, I'll be surprised. <laughs> well, uh, Florida's got to be there. No. Florida's um, somewhere in the middle. New Mexico. Yes. Number 42 out of 50. Uh, oh. What's the number one least educated? It's got to be... <laughs> Ooh, wait, what about Alaska? Is that on there? Uh, no. There's somewhere in the middle as well. Hawaii? I was a little soft, surprised about that one. And no, Hawaii's nowhere on the list either. They're in the middle. Huh. Um, I don't know what, what are some... Stu- I assume Texas is educated. Yes, Texas is educated. Alright, so... Oh, four to, hmm. Where's Albuquerque? Oh, that's New Mexico. Albert that's just yeah. stupid words. <laughs> but it's like a thousand points in Scrabble. It's true. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I don't. I can't even think of states right now. Uh, is there? There's probably a Dakota on there. One of them, if not two. Uh, no, neither of the Dakotas hit. I give up. 
right. So here's what you got. You got uh, 41, Tennessee. 42, New Mexico. 43, Nevada. <laughs> 44, oh. 44, South Carolina. These next ones are all the ones that I, I – as soon as I saw the thing, I'm thinking, I bet you these five are there. You got Kentucky at 45. Yeah. 46 is Alabama. <laughs> 47 is Arkansas. 48 is Louisiana. 49 is West Virginia. Number 50, the least educated state out of all the U.S. states, Mississippi. Okay. Now, yeah. in contrast, now here's where this gets funny to me. See, it baffles me that Virginia is one of the educated ones when you think about what went on there today. Yeah. <laughs> and the debate they were having <laughs> over the harsh gun laws that they're trying to bring in. One of which was you could only buy one per month from now on. And also one of them was um, police can just, what was it, something about they can they can remove they can, the firearms without any due process. Yeah, yeah, if they think you're dangerous. Yeah. They, they can take your gun away if they think you might shoot somebody. What? <laughs> Hell no, not in my state. <laughs> no, here's what's I'm funny what, about that. I'm one of the most educated states in the union. <laughs> I know you. I know this is wrong. <laughs> Here's what's really funny. I specifically went to a very pro-liberal and to the very um, other side. I went to Fox News and I went to uh, um, uh, what was it fucking ABC? And ABC listed it as saying exactly what you just said. If you are deemed uh, a, a deemed as being like you know a dangerous or have any bit of a threat, then the cops can confiscate your gun without due process. Fox News literally puts it as the cops can cost can take your gun without any provocation. <laughs> wow, like <laughs> the same fucking law, and yet no commonality between the verbiage between well, the two. <laughs> well, then the third thing was um, events or venues can choose whether or not you're allowed to bring your gun in yeah for like that's what if if the the fucking irish rovers concert doesn't want guns there or whatever outdated old band in virginia might no you can't bring guns to this show then you can't bring your guns to that show they're like country gold dolly parton impersonator whoever's playing there not allowed to bring your gun because <laughs> we uh, all know guns and concerts always works out so well yeah. so that's what they're protesting this one of the most intelligent states wow now, also on the same factor when they talked about that protest the liberal media promoted this thing talking about how you know how the city's got to be ready for Massive amounts of violence, and that's uh, going to be people are going to be getting killed. And they went on and on and on about saying how horrible this was going to be and how it shouldn't even ex happen. Yeah, so this was supposed to be uh, QAnon had said this was going to be a massacre. This was their yeah. This is their yeah. way of drawing out um, gun owners and slaughtering them. Yeah. Meanwhile, nothing happened. No. <laughs> Not one arrest. <laughs> and I haven't had a chance to look at the what QAnon says because this was supposed to be monumental mm -hmm. in the uh, in the events leading up to Trump t 
taking over the world and exposing the evil deep state. Uh, this was supposed to be one of the big uh, newsmakers, and nothing, yep. uh, virtually nothing happened. So I'm, I'm wondering what they're saying now about why nothing, nothing. happened. Or what they, not. What, yeah, they probably how, not. They, how they prevented it secretly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See how we prevented the violence from happening? We work in the shadows. Fuck it off. <laughs> didn't show up and nothing happened. I wonder what these people are going to do when when the whole uh, theory doesn't pan out. Yeah. When Trump does get impeached. Or if he doesn't, if he just fades away in four years and is nothing, I I wonder what the excuse will be. I don't know. So what was the laziness? So Back laziest. On. Who Back are the laziest? Okay, uh, so the seven laziest states. Now, hang on. Let's just pop back over here. So um, top nine for the least educated. Oops. Hang on, for some reason my screen just slipped on the top. So at least educated, keep in mind, you had Tennessee, New Mexico, Nevada, South Carolina, Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, West Virginia, Mississippi. The least um, uh, least active in all the states, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, and Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Right. I would like to uh, maybe tomorrow, if I have time, I would like to do the comparison with and see where we're at with Canada. Yes, that would be interesting to know. Although in Canada, I'd say straight across the board, we're all pretty much the same education wise. Yeah. And but, uh, uh, laziness, uh, you know, it, you can't really be lazy because in BC, you have to be active or you look like an idiot. And everywhere yeah. else, you actually have to work for a living. So, I, yeah, I, was, like, I can tell you this. In Ontario, there's not as many, like, in BC, everybody's out for walks. Yeah. Well, that's right. Every, you have where, to be active. Yeah. In, in Ontario, not as much. <laughs> no. But we also have bigger winters here, so it's not as active then either. So it's a little, you know, a little bit different for weather Weather-wise, but um, I don't know. I don't think you could actually do that list. It it, it would be very disappointing in Canada. There's not, yeah. not, there's not that, and there's not that divide. Like when when you talk about uneducated in Mississippi, <laughs> like that's not like uneducated here, uh, which is the you know the guy who just doesn't watch the news and maybe he didn't finish high school because he's got a good job and just dropped out so he could work more or something like an, an, an uneducated Canadian is st still knows how to read. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, uneducated guy in Mississippi hasn't figured out shoes. Like <laughs> he's got empty Kleenex boxes stuffed with paper towel. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they keep melting um, in the rain and it freaks him out. <laughs> The rain is acid. Keeps melting my shoes. Global your, your warming. Shoes are... It's global warming. So hot up my shoes melted. No, they're made of paper and you're standing in a puddle. You shut up, devil. <laughs> right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, most active areas in the nation. Uh, you've got, again, I'm going to recap 
Tornado being Alley, I'm sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think being thrown by wind and actually running on your own, I think that's two different things. Oh, rebuilding your house twice a year, is it? got to be <laughs> keep in shape. <laughs> no doubt. Um, to re-hit... Well, it's not nearly as comparative, but to re-hit the list. So again, the most educated states, you got Massachusetts, Maryland, Colorado, Vermont, Connecticut, Virginia, Washington, New Hampshire, New Jersey, and Minnesota. And out of your most active, you've got Colorado, Washington, Utah, Oregon, and District of Columbia. District of Columbia, I find that shocking. Yeah, that was that's that's the that's the one that got me too. Um, Colorado, best skiing in the world. That makes sense. They're yeah. pretty active there. And Oregon makes sense because Oregon is pretty much just another extension of BC, so that just makes sense. Yeah. Well, District of Columbia. That's... I don't, I don't know. Politicians, I guess, run a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, That's cool. That is, yeah, so there you go. So there's a little interesting thing. That is now, interesting. Oops. Yeah. I now, don't know how it's going to help me take over the U.S. when I plan to, but we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely figure a way. That's for sure. Uh, I want to brush over this one kind of quickly just because this it, it kind of infuriates me and I don't want to dwell on it. So I just want to mention it and then move on. Um, there's a 19-year-old guy um, who is suspected of killing two people and injuring five others in San Antonio. Um, apparently, he was at a club. Um, and uh, he pulled out a gun and sh- like I said, pulled a gun and fucking shot a bunch of people. Now, when the cops arrested him, <laughs> this is insane. Um, when the cops arrested him, they walked him out in handcuffs and in front of news cameras. And the guy literally spits out his Instagram handle and says, that's me. I'm an up and coming artist. That's cool. That's the way of the world now. He promotes this thing. I mean, it's just insane. You'll probably um, get a reality show out of it. Oh, I'll guarantee it. That's just how America is. And that's just just goes to show what that country's become. And like I I don't a guy now, shot up some people in a nightclub. That's not even news anymore. Now trust me, I, I, I gotta finish reading this because it's just it's the last line that always gets me and everything. Um he said that he was acting in self defense, quote he told me he was going to kill me. Uh, he told me because I bumped into him, he was going to kill me. <laughs> so now it's unclear who, which of the victims that he was referring to, but nonetheless, that's, that's what he said. He said that he claims that he was targeted and someone pulled out a gun on him but didn't get the chance to shoot because he got his out faster. That's probably true. Yeah. No, here's the best. Here's, this is literally how the article ends. Quote, on the cool, I regret everything that I did. <laughs> William said, on the cool. <laughs> on the cool. Oh. Which one of the smart states is he from? Oh. It's just what this fucking country is. It's just, that's that's just how America is in my mind. And I, 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 I can't get emotional. I can't even care. No. Just, and I don't want to care because it's just fucking funny to me. That 
see it just a bunch of retards shooting each other and then fighting stronger gun laws because they keep shooting each other. <laughs> uh, I might not that. be able to shoot somebody today. Like, fuck it. Just let them just legalize everything and let them go nuts. Listen, let the purge happen. <laughs> let them just start killing each other. Who gives a shit? I can't even uh, care when... <laughs> and, like... They've got no government right now. The government's so focused on this goddamn joke of a trial that doesn't need to be happening, really. Their only defense is that his super crimes aren't impeachable. Not that he didn't commit the crimes. (laughs) It's just not impeachable. That doesn't come into their defense whatsoever. They're like, oh, yeah, he fucking did that shit. Personally, that's my favorite thing about the whole thing. Yeah, that's not even a question. Yeah, we he did that shit. Everybody, like, who who thinks he didn't do that shit? And all his own witnesses put up there. Yeah, he did that shit. <laughs> he, well, keep in mind, even Trump himself said, yeah, I did it. Everybody, so, that, yeah, but everybody that was supposed to say no, like, do you think the president <laughs> did this? Oh, fuck yeah, he did this. I have proof. <laughs> Everyone has stacks of proof. Everyone that's on his side showed up with stacks of proof that he did this shit. <laughs> but... Out of the massive numbers of misdemeanors he's committed, as the, they're not impeachable. <laughs> That's amazing. If he wasn't the president, he'd be fucked, but <laughs> not impeachable. Like, come on. What, no wonder <laughs> you're rallying. The, the worst gun law you could come up with is you're only allowed to buy one per month. How many do you fucking idiots need? <laughs> and that's the who's buying more than one gun a month? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> what do you? I don't even get that. I can't shoot it with that gun. It's I've had that since October. Gee, I'm not an animal. It, it's a Tuesday. What the fuck am I doing with a Smith and Wesson? That's I don't it's, get it. It's Colt Tuesday. Everybody knows that. Jesus. <laughs> it's already February. I only got one gun. There's a bad year. What? <laughs> Get him like a commemorative gun set. Like here we give out those coins every year. The post office comes up with a new set of coins you can buy. You oh, know the like, wine oh, of the month. <laughs> you get the gun of the month club. It's gun of the month and come straight to your door. <laughs> Fully loaded. Open it up. Shoot your wife. It's fantastic. Fucking ridiculous. How like ah, uh, you can only really kill with one gun at a time like <laughs> you know, how many do you need you could and this is where i want to go next month yeah i know this country I'm going you to know the- one thing i will say is when i w- when i was in uh portland um first like literally that afternoon we show up get to the my friend's friend's place we're hanging around the backyard um, uh, just sort of shooting the shit. Um, most of weed, relaxing, having a couple smokes and some beers. And as we're talking, we could hear this. We heard some like sort of like it sounded like backfiring from a car. And um, one of the guys like, I actually think that's a, that's a gunshot. And I'm like, <laughs> like it's like really. I've literally been here for an hour, and I'm already hearing gunshots. Like, come on. Like, there's no way. There's no way. It's, it's, it's not that bad here. Sure enough, we go into the house a couple hours later, 
and five blocks away, there is a shooting at a mall. Five people killed. Yeah. And we heard it. Um, <laughs> Technically, could have gotten say, hit by a spray bullet. Uh, Portland's uh, one of the better. Like, when Trump got elected, there were grown men crying on the news. They're, they're <laughs> definitely one of the better areas. Yeah. So uh, I thought that shit was really funny. <laughs> the whole country's just fucked. And that's that's not even that trial's not even really underway yet. They're still arguing about the rules of the trial. Yeah. Which is I don't get that. Like they all have to pass they all have to agree on like the, the rules of the how this trial is gonna go down. And it doesn't even really it's not even gonna kick off until about Friday. Um and then it's not have to be rules. Like you think that shit was already predetermined, right? Like, well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's only law. The, it's only the third time in history they've ever had to do it. Uh, and they, like the last one, it was like 1898, and then it was like a hundred years before they had to do it again. Yeah. Then you had Clinton, and uh, which didn't work. <laughs> uh, it's just. Amazing that I guess they just never they thought, okay, like what we're gonna have to do this what maybe once ever. Yeah. So we don't we'll work out the rules when the time comes. It's probably never gonna happen. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be so busy buying guns, they're not even gonna pay attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the other big thing that kicked off today, obviously, was Wang Manzu's or Zoom uh, Wang Chang Hawaii ladies trial. Hmm. Her her uh, extradition hearing finally kicked off. Um, she, in typical fashion, came like was just dressed to the nines and showing off her little ankle bracelet. The hard time she's had to do in her Vancouver mansion. But this is another one that's just become a joke because it's really an, another non-issue. It's like that the U.S. wants us to punish her for things that aren't crimes in Canada. We can't. We don't. She she may or may not have violated the sanctions that the Americans have on Iran. We actively uh, did not support those sanctions, and it's we we don't honor those sanctions in Canada. Therefore, in Canada, she's done nothing wrong. So we get to argue that and say no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to punish this lady for something that's not a crime, and then we get to go back to court in June and sue where she is suing the CBSA for never actually arresting her for anything, yeah, or detaining her without arresting her. So uh, it's just gonna this this is just massive waste of court's time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the two guys rotting in China get no mention whatsoever. <laughs> Still no word whatsoever. No word. This poor lady's being held in her $15 million mansion. They're literally like in a box in the ground somewhere in China with the coronavirus. Probably, <laughs> they're probably injecting it into those two to see how bad it is. <laughs> I'm just quickly reading about it. And one of the things, like, literally, here's the description. Ming, 47, arrived in the Vancouver courtroom wearing a dark top with polka dots. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is a woman's fashion always mentioned? Oh, it's so fucked up. Oh. These two guys rotting in a box. The only 
bright polka dots are on their skin <laughs> from the viruses they're contracting. <laughs> they're getting no news whatsoever. Like, could someone at least like give us some hope that they're even alive? You think? <laughs> and why doesn't she say something? She must know. Like, I'm sure someone in the last however fucking long this has been two years or whatever has said to her, hey, you know, they, oh. we, after we pinched you, they pinched two Canadians, but they say it's yeah. not related. Yeah. I don't it know. It just happened to be within the same week, whatever. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't care. Maybe she's like, fuck those guys. I bet you she is like, fuck those guys. I have no indication, as much as I want her to win this thing, I have absolutely no indication that she's a good person. Like, she's no. a very high-ranking Chinese CFO in a company that's known to be a pretty shady fucking company. And she was undeniably, like, doing business in Iran. Uh-huh. Not exactly the greatest bunch of people. So she's probably not a good person. <clears throat> she, you know, that's... Uh, we, we're pretty convinced China's the devil and Iran's like a mini devil. <laughs> and she was doing business to make sure the two work together. Uh, she's probably evil. She's probably the super most evil woman. It's funny that you say because you mentioned the, with Iran. It's like literally here's one of the things. Quote, um, who is this? This is the a federal policy expert and lawyer not involved with the case of but but he's he might be i don't know some guy who knows a lot about shit but he says that um since it's being a case goes i think the defense has a slam dunk there there are no iranian sanctions in canada and anything mm-hmm. the prosecutors bring up that's related to an iranian sanction in canada may well be dismissed yeah which is hilarious in the sense because you're talking about so here we can prove that there's something shitty happened, but we can't talk about it. <laughs> sure. And that's fine. That's not our problem. That's what I've been saying from day one. I don't care. It's not our problem. And I do love the fact that there is absolutely no evidence that Huawei uh, has been spying on anyone in the world ever. But there's direct evidence that the U.S. was spying on her through her iPhone. <laughs> But no. Huawei is bad, and they put spy cameras in all their phones. Yeah, but the only one we can prove is the one you did in your American-made iPhone. Exactly. You shut up, devil. You shut up, devil. <laughs> you don't know nothing. I'm from Alabama. Um, it is a Marco literally says. So, like, literally, that paragraph I just read was related to the Iranian sanction. Canada may well be dismissed. Soon after Meng's arrest, China detained two Canadians, former Canadian diplomat Michael uh, Kovorig and businessman Michael Spaver. China has denied their arrest were related to Meng's case. Quote, the clear priority for everyone in our government is the, re- the release and well-being of Michael and Michael. That is at the heart of all the work we are doing, and rightfully so said our deputy prime minister uh, Mm -hmm. freeland whoever the fuck his name is something freeland chris yeah yeah so (laughs) you've done nothing (laughs) yeah 
No. It's not, it's, it's not the heart of anything. It's not the heart of all the work. If this is what the heart of all your work is doing, you should not be doing this work. And they both stood up and said, look, it's not up to us. It's up to the beard. Yeah, exactly. The beard says, go. <laughs> if the beard tells Justin that it's time to get these guys, we'll, we, we will get these guys. But we can't do anything until the beard makes the decision. I just picture everyone in Canada, they just they're like the little green things in Toy Story now. Everyone just the beard. Exactly. The beard said so. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. me right off. Here's something on uh, okay, these two trials are stupid and yeah. what an amazing distraction tactic for everybody. It's a perfect time for this to be happening. Um something I heard that's actually quite fascinating. Is this whole Harry and and Megan oh, thing? I want to see um, myself said that. I I got the insider scoop on why it's happening. Okay, interesting. There was obviously quite a bit of fallout over Prince Andrew and the Epstein thing. Yes. So the Queen had a secret meeting with Prince Andrew and said, "Okay, you're out. You're done." Go away. The family wants nothing to do with you. Go away. Yeah. Andrew came back with, oh, cool. Then I can say whatever I want to the media about Harry and Meghan and all the shit that's gone on with them. Because I'm not part of the family anymore, right? So I can go to the media and just say whatever I want about anything. (laughs) So the queen was like, okay. Wait a minute, because I guess he's got all this dirt on how Megan's been unhappy and never wanted to be there and all this shit. So the queen called in all of them and just said, okay, we can't have blackmail shit hanging out, so all three of you piss off. <laughs> so it's the queen that's actually kicked them out. Yeah. She was just like, okay, Andrew says he's got shit about you, and I don't even want to deal with that. We got to deal with the Epstein. All of you go away. <laughs> The royal family is not having anything to do with any of this. You can all just go on your merry way. So it wasn't their choice. They're not happy about it. And they're just going to go. Now, obviously, they're going to get like a reality show out of it or whatever they want. Yeah. But no, I know that late. The biggest news today right now is that they've they're not going to be using their. Royal Highness or whatever. No, monitor. Yeah. That's that's gone. But it is not. It's not the triumphant. Oh, we want to make our own way. It's like, no, the Queen told you to pound sand because you're causing shit. <laughs> See, as soon as you brought that up, I thought you were going to say that, um, that they left strictly because that they left because of the shame that. Andrew brought over to the family. He's like, I'm not, fuck this. I don't want to be anything part of this fucking family. This, if this guy's fucking kids, I'm out. That's it. I'm done. That's yeah. what I thought. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. But nope. uh, no. No, it was no. just Andrew said they tried to boot him out. He's like, all right, I know that you're a bitch and you're a pussy whip chump now. Um, I'm going to go talk shit about you all the time because grandma's kicking me out. Wow. I guess it's not grandma. It's like his sister or something, whatever. Either way. 
But if it was she's, his way, he'd probably be wishes his wife too. But yeah. she's 132 years old. She's everybody's grandma. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, she's wow. She's been the queen now for over 150 years. Jesus, and she looks every fucking second of it too. She doesn't look bad for 152 years old. <laughs> Does look a day over 130. Not even close. <laughs> Now, yeah, it's just you gotta imagine like her. She's constantly dealing with this shit. Her whole life is just imagine what goes on that doesn't make it into the news. Oh my god! You know how many Epstein no. type cases do we not hear about that someone like her has to deal with? As and so even just the heads of companies or the Hollywood studios or yep. you know how many Weinstein's aren't in the news today? That these companies deal with all the time, and you get no wonder. I can't imagine she must drink just a tremendous amount every day. She probably like, and I bet you the whole thing is, is I bet you she's one of those people that like kills children for their essence and youth. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but just you think we've heard about like the worst of the worst every once in a while they throw one in the news and then it distracts us from the other hundred that are going on. Yep. And so we get an Epstein and we get a Weinstein and just coincidentally two Jews just saying, oh, what a shock. We're still doing that. Um, right. <laughs> but there's there's got to be 99 more that we didn't hear about last year. Uh, you know, for every Kevin Spacey that gets thrown under the bus, there's ten that, that don't make the news because they're not as interesting or, or whatever. And these people that have to deal with this on a regular basis, like you know, there's people in Weinstein's circle that knew what was going on. Oh, absolutely. And you got to imagine there's a handful of people that just went every week. We're like, come on, Harvey, not again, right? <laughs> what are you doing? you're worth all the money in the world and you're old and gross you gotta quit banging 20 year olds <laughs> no no I got the more money than God it's fine <laughs> and same with like the I don't know the Epstein's and their planes full of perverts like tone it down you don't get to you don't you don't get to live like the rat pack when you're buggering little kids like just shut up and keep it to yourself stop paying attention to it like in, in no time is this going to be cool you're not going to look like sinatra when you're right little kids. <laughs> so like i don't know they they like all came out with it kind of like all right here's look we got this it's not going to become a tourist attraction oh what these guys take, have an island full of little kids they fuck let's make this okay do they have rides? <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. I don't get it. I don't get the world. I don't get how that's like what we cover up. And then our our big stories are Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do have an international story for you um, that I, I find pretty interesting. And they're I would all, love to hear your take on that. They're all interesting. That can, that can be true, but not always. Um, Berlin. A Munich court on Monday. 
Sorry. Uh, convicted a German man of more than a dozen offenses of attempted murder for tricking women and girls into giving themselves electric shocks while he watched over the internet. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. If you tricked over a dozen women into giving themselves electric shocks, that's a funny TV show in my mind. No, I am 100% behind you on this because I'm still trying to figure because he apparently what he did was he's a 31 year old guy who um, he contacted the women and girls as young as 13 online over a five year period claiming to be a doctor seeking paid volunteers for a medical experiment in pain perception. He then persuaded them to attach a homemade contraption to the electricity mains and their extremities while he watched and issued instructions. None of the victims were ever paid. <laughs> well, <laughs> were you really waiting for the money after you figured that out? Like, <laughs> Is that the part uh, you're upset about when you didn't die? Well, he didn't even pay me. <laughs> well, I guarantee you that he didn't pay me thing. That's the reason this went to where it went. That's where it all started with. It was like, well, I, it, it's, it's a fraud thing because we signed up to do this and then he didn't pay me. It's a breach of contract. But then they turned around and they said, well, he, he made you do what? <laughs> um, so he was, so the courts, the judges concluded that 13 of the 88 cases constituted attempted murder because the defendant told the women to hold the cables to their temples or feet causing electricity to flow through their brains or hearts. They also convicted him of two counts of serious bodily harm and five counts of premeditated bodily harm. I, hang on. You've got 88 cases. How do you only have five counts of bodily harm? Uh, maybe, the whole thing is premeditated. Maybe 83 of them clued in halfway through and 80? went, no, this is going to suck. Now, here's the thing. Again, so much of this doesn't, I mean, none of it makes sense, but here's some of the that really doesn't. So, um, so yeah, so two counts of serious bodily harm, five counts of premeditated bodily harm, of breaching the victim's privacy by filming them, and of illegally claiming to have a medical degree. So he lied about having a medical degree. I know in North America that takes a pretty serious charge. I do it all the time. <laughs> talk, please. <laughs> Um, premeditated bod bodily harm. Do you think the fact that it's a premeditated that's got to have a pretty hefty jail sentence next to that one? Because it's a premeditated. Anything premeditated always goes with a much stiffer fine than non premeditated. Yeah, but um, it was consensual. Under false, sort of under false. Again, people thought it was just for a medical experiment, but it wasn't. Because an expert witness told the court that the guy had carried out his crimes for sexual and sadistic gratification. But it was still, they still did it to themselves. Yeah. I think this is why the sentence is relatively low. The prosecutors are, have sought a 14-year prison sentence for him. His lawyers had asked the court to give him no more than two years on probation. <laughs> it's pretty drastic. I don't but, get... Uh, you did it to yourselves. I'm sorry. The guy tricked you into electrocuting yourself. 
I think this is a, the makes for a funny TV show. I think this should be called like Eric and Gord get you to fry yourself. <laughs> and we do a thing where we call people and see if we can get them to fucking stick a fork in a light socket. That's <laughs> that's a funny fucking idea. <laughs> it's no, it's a not, really yeah, it's sexual <laughs> gratification and everything, and it gets creepy, but. All in all, if we can call 88 people and convince them to stick their finger in a wall socket, that's funny shit. I giggle my, oh my God, I'd watch that show every day. And if I got to call myself Dr. Eric to make it, I'm in. (laughs) No problem. Where'd you go? Champion Tree University. Oh, by the way, he got 11 years. They gave him 11 years in jail. Oh, man. I think we should just make him a producer on Eric and Gord's shocking show. <laughs> the Eric and Gord's, you're going to be shocked when you see this. Hey, we'll give you $100 if you take this tinfoil and make a hat out of it and then go lick that wall socket. Okay, let's see if they really do it. Get like Bob Saget to co-host. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be funny. I don't see. A, I'm sorry. I I have no sympathy. If someone on the internet tells you to wrap wires around yourself and and stick them to your temples, don't do that. <laughs> Especially. Oh yeah. If you don't die, I'll pay you. That's if that's the the terms of the agreement. If you don't die, I'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> Say no. I am not comfortable with those terms. Okay, well, I'll pay you anyway. Just do it. No. Show me the money. And even that doesn't work. If he shows you the money and then you do it and then you die, he still keeps the money. When, exactly. If anyone on the internet ever tells you to do anything except email your favorite podcast, probably don't do it. But definitely email your favorite podcast, uh, Eric and Gord. Well, <laughs> just, just saying. Again, it comes down to listen to Eric and Gord. And listeners of Eric and Gord, please tell your friends and relatives that don't listen to Eric and Gord to start listening to Eric and Gord so that we can protect them and you from guys like this. Hey. Send us an email first. Go, hey, guys, there's this German dude who wants me <laughs> to wrap myself in wires and stick them to my temples and plug them into the wall and he's going to watch. It's for like a medical experiment. What do you guys think? And we'll give you an honest answer. Um, based on like a photograph you send us, if we like you or not. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tell everybody it's a bad idea. Most of you. <laughs> Uh, see, this is why I love stupid people. <laughs> Contact Eric and Gord, please. Don't there for my amusement. Before anybody sticks anything in anywhere, contact Eric and Gord. Because I just I want the best for you guys. Um, that is just damn funny. I just got a uh, a message from the podcast tomorrow saying are we still on for 3 p.m pacific time so that's six o'clock my time is indeed yeah then yeah i'm in i will say yo yeah i will respond to that 
We are in. That's going to be a another podcast. So we won't be doing this one tomorrow night. But that doesn't mean anything to you guys because I'm going to post three episodes anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it, it will be like we're here the whole time. But we're not. We're going to be blowing away new fans on a brand new podcast. And then again on Wednesday, I'm on another podcast. Um, right after me and Gord interviewed Dr. Fucking. Finally. <laughs> Dr. Fucking. <laughs> um, and even she won't convince me to wrap myself in wires and stick them in light sockets. <laughs> Which I, I would like to know, does electric, can, is there a way to electrocute yourself during sex that can make it more stimulating? Be interesting to know. Oh, I'm sure there is, but it's just like, like the guys that hang themselves from when they're jerking off, like, yeah, I'm sure it's great, but then you die. <laughs> like, uh, I don't get how, I don't care how good whacking off can get. <laughs> if I'm going to die afterwards, it's not a good trade-off. Like, But it's supposed to be all about, what do they say? It, it's It's all about balance. And Literally, I, if you lose your balance, you die. So, <laughs> who are these guys who are, who are like jerking off and like, nah, this sucks. There's got to be a way to make this better. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with jerking off? <laughs> There's why does that need to be better? That's it's just fine the way it is. I will. You know what? I will tell you how that happens, Eric, because I actually know the answer to that question. I don't want to be the, the. Just imagine the first guy. Like, wait a minute. There's got to be something to make this better. I'm gonna try a rope around my neck and hang myself. How is that the next logical? No, try better lube or something first. Fucking weirdo. A silk fucking shirt. Jerk off into that. I don't know. Try, try fucking a pillow. Rope around the neck is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Combine the two. Get a silk pillowcase. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Done. <laughs> I am actually going to the store tomorrow. <laughs> silk pillowcase. A nice. Get some silk sheets. And that little crack between your mattress and box. Make anything before belt around the neck. <laughs> Experiment a little. Oh, Jesus. Whatever. Um, I'm not even sure if you want to talk about this one. Okay, fuck it. I'll glance it over because there's there's not a huge amount of information about this um, because of the age of the accused. That's good because I want to cut her short tonight anyway. But I still have some very big news we have to hit. So yes, yeah, so let's, let's uh, we'll do your little whatever you got and then. No. Yeah, we'll the... Okay, you know what? Can't handle. Fuck this. Some kid killed four members of his family in Utah. No oh, big is. deal. From yeah. now on, if it's someone killed someone in America, I don't give a shit. Don't care. Okay, done. That's just uh, unless if it's like humor. It's like it was on the set of a rap video. That was just funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, if it's Harris County, that's a different story. I want to hear. I want to know all about Harris County. Still trying <laughs> to get those, those cool cats on our show. Um, Berlin. German prosecutors are seeding lengthy prison terms for four men uh, accused of staging a brazen theft. Of a 100 kilogram, that's a 221 pound Canadian loony <laughs> that disappeared from a Berlin museum almost three years ago. Why was that even in a Berlin museum? Uh, it was. It was called. It's called the Big Maple Leaf Coin. It's worth about 
what they're saying it's worth about 3.75 million euros or 4.33 million dollars uh it was a gift that uh canada had given given them and said here uh no for the record though uh the coin has still not been recovered well how do you fence that it's a 122 pound or sorry 221 pound coin it's not like you can just walk into a bank with a 221-pound loony and nobody's going to ask a question. Chicken. <laughs> hey, does anybody have... <laughs> anybody got change? <laughs> you can break this down for me. <laughs> um, Do you have 700 the... million quarters? <laughs> um, three of the accused, a 24-year-old, a 20-year-old, and a 22-year-old, um, all have links to organized crime. The fourth suspect... Uh, he's 20 years old, worked as a security guard at the museum. So there's your inside job. Yeah, that's got to be like, oh, of course it's organized. You, you know, I've seen very many disorganized guys steal a giant fucking loony. A giant Canadian coin that disappeared from the museum almost three years ago was when it happened. That's awesome. You know, and, and if you tried to get that, if they can smuggle it into the States, it'll only be about half that size. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually a it's a one million dollar coin. That's worth four point three million. I just I don't understand this. <laughs> like, how do you have a million dollar coin that's worth four million dollars? Like, it's, it's weird. I don't know. So there's that. I just thought that was funny. Now, here's the big news. I am actually breaking this news. Yeah, you go on. The breaking news. I actually have some breaking news. Uh, this, uh, well, it's officially two hours now. It's officially two hours old news. It just broke. Um, so the Vatican, um, well, Pope Francis had put uh, Brooklyn Bishop Nicholas DiMarzio. Um, he was, uh, Pope Francis had named him to investigate the church's response to clergy sexual abuse in Buffalo. Um, the Vatican has officially ordered an investigation of sexual abuse out against him, which means the guy shot. that Pope put in charge to look into the responses of this is guilty of is they're investigating him for it now. Yeah. And if the Vatican is releasing saying that they're that they're looking into it, the Vatican would never do that unless they're they know they're going to convict the guy. Yeah, they're. The Vatican will protect him somehow, or they're throwing him under the bus to protect someone else. It's everybody. It's everybody yeah. in this fucking church. Yeah. This is the, the – you nailed it. I guarantee you he found somebody that they particularly like in Buffalo, and he was going to be like, yeah, here's your problem. This guy is fucking stopping everything. This is the reason. This is going to be like, yeah, no, you don't touch him. He's like, but he's the reason. Yeah, you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just – it's just the way it is. It's like Americans shooting each other. We have to, we have to just eliminate them. We have to kick in the front doors of the Vatican and just fire them all. Just go look. You're not in charge of anything anymore. Go away. Now, on they top are, of this, they're they're an autonomous state. They're. I don't even care. Whatever. Finish your on top of this. I don't give a shit. Catholics fucking kids isn't news. We have the to just bomb the fuck out of them. I wholeheartedly accept that and agree with that. Um, the Legion of Christ Religious Order, um, which I don't know if you remember these guys hitting 
hitting the news. Um, but they've already been fully discredited because of the founder is a found and guilty pedophile. And an openly admitted pedophile to Max. Like, once he was like, yeah, fuck it right. I fuck kids. Fuck you. What are you going to do about it? Um, but they, um, they announced a joint uh, Vatican investigation Monday into a botched handling of a priest who sexually abused girls as young as six and suffered no punishment. Um, so, like, literally the entire three bits of this news all hit together within 24 hours. Um, uh, two doing dealing with this Legion of Christ order and uh, one specifically that's directly now linked right to the Pope um, who hired this guy. Um, so, yeah. Um, and idiots will protect them. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Just, you know, rid of just fly on a drone over them. Just put a big drone at- attack on the Vatican and get rid of it. Why do we need this? That's right. Trump proved they got the accuracy. And anyone defending this child molesters just kill them. There's no defense for this anymore. None at all. And it's just if it were a few priests who got weird because they're not married and they're in some godforsaken island in the middle of nowhere, it's still not justifiable, but it could almost make sense. But this is everyone, everywhere, all the time. It's like you're told to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a rule. Going to hell isn't bad enough for you people. So we got to figure something else out. So I was South Park's thing on that one when um, the South Park, or no, was it South Park? Was it? Yeah, South Park. The priest on South Park went to went to the Vatican to try to stop all this pedophilia shit happening. And as soon as he gets there, they're all talking and they're all like, you know, this is terrible. All these cases against us and all this stuff, you know, this has got to stop. And and he priest is like, good. They're all, they're all they guess. How do we stop the children from talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> and he got ostracized for not being a diddler. And that's pretty much, that's exactly my view of what the Vatican, what the entire Christian. That's where they're at now. That's where they're and at. I, I had this big argument argument with my mom about it. it's not all christians i don't care it's not all it's never all anything it's not all muslims either right well fuck no. it at this point just fuck it no. deal with the problem solve the problem stop lying mm-hmm. i can't stress this enough there's no solution until we stop lying and just uh, if we can bomb iran we can bomb the Vatican. They're their own state. They're they're not they're not part of Italy. They're their own country. It's That's right. Pretty, we can attack them. And if Trump they really wants, if Trump wants to win some support from anybody, just bomb the Vatican. Fuck Iran. Iran's never done anything bad to us, really. Not Canada. No. Well, Maybe except for the Canada party. should start a war. <laughs> Canada's never started a war. Let's do it. Start a war with the Vatican. That's a good place for Canada to start, I think. <laughs> like we're not gonna win in Syria or something. Why no. like start start off with the Vatican, work your way up. <laughs> 
just randomly they got attacked by who? Can you imagine that meeting? Who attacked them? Fuck off. <laughs> Not the Canadians, really? Yeah, they <laughs> They did have drones, so they sent a kite. It was weird, but they they still they got all the big guys. I don't know what happened. <laughs> If they're pissed off about a giant loony going missing, and they went fucking ballistic. <laughs> Someone stole their giant loony. I don't even know what that is, but they mean something to them. Hey, let me ask you something, Eric. Um, were you ever a fan of the, the TV show Seinfeld? I sort of afterwards. Afterwards, okay. Um, did you know that in Edmonton, a justice has allowed an Edmonton man's appeal based on an actual episode of Seinfeld. That's stupid. It was the episode where George Costanza had a physiotherapy appointment and he canceled within the 24 hours. And then he had to get charged the $75 when he shows up the second time there. He says, Oh, sorry that the, the person's not here. She had personal affairs. She had to attend to. And he's like, well, you didn't give me 24 hours notice. So you owe me 75 bucks. And basically just said, no, that's not how it works. Well, kind of basing it off of that, basically what happened was this guy had gone, had $500 in tickets in relation to a dog attack. He pleaded not guilty, went to go to court on January 31st. On that day, the court did not have time to hear his trial. So they rescheduled it for October 16th. From January 31st, he had to wait until October 16th. At a different time. So when he showed up at court, he thought it was at the same time. He thought it was at, he thought it was at 1.30 p.m., but turns out it was at 11 a.m. Yeah. So they instantly basically pled him as guilty for a no-show. for a no show. And he's used – somehow he's basically – he showed intent to go to trial because he did come. He just mixed up the time. But he said that the man would face a similar justice as Costanza if he was penalized and refused the court date. <laughs> so, and the judge is like, you know what? I will allow that. So they got him a new trial. <laughs> wow. That's in Edmonton. <laughs> that Edmonton, the Mississippi of Canada. <laughs> right, there it is. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's... I, I, I'm trying to I'm, – I'm reading this, and I'm still trying to figure out how do you work that in so they don't laugh at you in the trial. You know what I mean? But, yeah, you did it. I don't even – I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I need a break from this show. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where judges base their decisions on – Fucking television shows. <laughs> well, when the president of a country is a fucking. Yeah, but that's their drama. country. We're supposed to be better than that. We have a drama teacher. We just got one that never made it to TV. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. He'll probably have a reality show when he's done. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know what to say. I just I can't even come up with anything clever lately because these stories just piss me off. There's nothing clever to be said about, like, if a judge is basing his trial decisions on Seinfeld, that judge should be fired. <laughs> hey, I, see, I just can't stop laughing at it. Right then and there, judge it gives me hope to that fired. if I ever get into trouble for something, I have a lot of TV extensive knowledge. 
if I can cite a law and order, I'm good to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Law and order case file seven eight four three doctor two six stated this. So you guys gotta let me off. Oh yeah, no, he's right. That did happen. Season four. Right. I can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> deal with a world that, that faces legal decisions on television shows. That's not how the world is. That's not a world I want to live in. It's it's, <laughs> it's funny, but it starts with Seinfeld, and then it degenerates. Yep. It, uh, the next judge is making his basing his on Ren and Stimpy. It's you can't do that. It doesn't. Ah. This is a, why you don't let Disney buy everything. This is why you don't let reality show hosts run countries. It's, you can't do this to our world. It's, I think Gordon and I are seriously going to cross paths in in philosophy by the end of this season. And I'll just want to wipe out the world. Or two-thirds of it or whatever. I, I, this, it's not funny. And you think that I might just turn around because it's gotten so ridiculous. I'll be like, you know what? I'm kind of enjoying this now. <laughs> I get no enjoyment out of anything that's going on right now. This is so ridiculous. There's, uh, God, I can't even construct it. And now every night, Gordon and I say goodnight. I got to compose my thoughts and come back the next night and deliver them to you guys. Because I just, I can't even talk properly by the end of the episodes what do we hey, do you know that i actually have a chart right now that shows what's going on with the weed sales in canada in the sense of because you know how there is a shortage yeah but before we Start, pull off stats yeah. online it's better i would like to vet them a little more than just like googling shit and it's well it's for, it's off of it just it came up it's off of bb uh the bbc.com yeah, and again. what it is, it's part of this. The stat itself is from stats or from from the Canadian government, is what it says, government of Canada. Awesome. But all it, well, what they're talking about, they're just talking about the supply and demand in kilograms. <laughs> it's finished inventory. They have a hundred and two, over a hundred and two thousand kilograms of finished inventory ready to go out. They've got 62,700 unfinished inventory, so plants in production ready to go, and 11,700 kilograms in sales. I don't even know what that means. I, those numbers mean I, I don't know. They've done 11,000 kilograms in sales, 11,000, and they have over 180,000 kilograms sitting in stock, meaning they're selling virtually nothing. Considering what they have, well, they, they <laughs> this is—they went from having not enough to way too much. They I can't had, get rid of it because they don't have any way of selling it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ever once assume that it, it was going to sell well. No, no, we called it from day. Well, you nailed it from day one. There's no getting around that. Um, it just makes sense. Um, I they're they're not going to do anything with it until they rewrite the legislation completely. They're going to sit on that forever. Yes. Um, there's nothing they can do about it. No one's going to the four stores in BC to buy it. Um, they're they're open in like Kamloops and the Shoe Swap and like why would you not open them in urban centers? Yeah. yeah well, they have the one in North Bend now. It's just. 
<laughs> Absolutely fucking ridiculous. What's funny is the the retail price of legal cannabis in Canada has gone up from nine dollars and eighty two cents a gram to ten sixty five a gram. Meanwhile, the illegal prices dropped from six fifty to five ninety three. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, oh my god it's just i love the fact i'm like you can't sell it for more than street value you cannot sell it for more than street value first thing i said when we talked about it there they go double the price morons i don't understand it, it's i don't understand how this hasn't popped up in in all the well i guess we've got the iran thing to deal with but in the meantime, someone needs to be looking at this file and doing something about it because it's just going to keep hemorrhaging money until they need yeah. 110 departments to scramble and look at it. And it's going to cost a tremendous amount of money. The longer it takes to fix it, the more it's going to cost. That's right. And the longer it takes to pay it off. It's just absurd. And they... Uh... I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know how I can just keep going over the same subject and saying the same things over and over again until someone figures them out. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know what more I can say except go back and listen to past episodes, and we've got this nailed about a hundred and fifty times. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what more I can say about it. Someone has to call us. Someone in the government has to figure out. Either call me. Or just scrap the legislation and redo it. Call a drug dealer and ask him. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> you got him in jail. Just, just grab a couple of the bigger guys. Say, okay, look, how'd you guys do it? I'd right. be happy to tell you. Um, yeah. But we're beyond that now. When you're sitting on the 100,000 kilograms or whatever it is, that's not 100, even that. 100,000 kilograms of weed. That shouldn't be in in Canada. That shouldn't be that hard to sell. No. So sell one kilogram to a hundred thousand people. That's not that difficult. No, it really isn't. Do that's, a flash sale. It's gone. There it is. Your product gone. You just made your money. Hundred thousand people. That's not even a tenth of the population. We can. There's got to be a hundred thousand pot smokers in Canada easily. Give them a good oh, deal yeah. on a kilogram. Yeah. And just like. I don't know how I can be the only one who thinks of this stuff. It's put it on sale, have a sale, drive a van like the Oscar Mayer Wiener and across country and just sell the shit like a giant food truck, just coast to coast. The big Canadian weed sale. Have Justin show up every once in a while and throw out a couple fucking grams and smile and get the beard <laughs> to do some autographs and you'll sell it. <laughs> Come for the weed, stay for the photo op with the beard. You got 420 in three fucking months. You can't figure out something to do for that? <laughs> Joe Rogan's doing Rogers Arena on 420 in, G in fucking Vancouver. Have a chat with him. He'll figure out how to get rid of 100,000 kilograms. It's not that fucking difficult. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's just funny. 100,000 kilograms. Fuck, Vancouver could go through that on 420. Just take it there. Yeah, it would. I mean, really, it's not difficult. And again, the longer they have this stuff, the drier it gets, the less it's worth because you're just killing the product. So 
God damn it. They're so stupid. That's I don't care. Uh, they've regulated themselves out of competition. And they're basically no further ahead than they ever were. No, not at all. Except doing exactly what we said and making illegal weed cheaper. So good on you for for that. Way to go. Maybe that was the plan all along. Yeah, maybe. I would be deep. Let's come up with a secret conspiracy theory that really this this was brought on by some board of shadowy figures who just wanted illegal weed to be cheaper by a buck. <laughs> and they I want to be the next Q. I want to start putting cryptic messages out. Be the Canadian Q. <laughs> Come up with conspiracy theories and just I'll put out the cryptic messages every week. And, except I'll just admit it. And people are like, are you Q? I mean, fuck yeah, I'm Q. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to say goodnight. We're an hour and a half into a show that I hate. I hate all of you. Can we just... No. Stop shooting each other for a day. Stop. Catholics, stop fucking people. Or at least gun people start shooting Catholics. Like, it's not that hard. If you, they should, instead of having open season on, like, bears and things, they should just have that on priests. Stop shooting black kids. Start shooting Catholic priests. I would be in heaven. I would be irate. I'll get right behind your gun, your pro gun. I'll, I'll, I'll endorse the NRA if for <laughs> every gun sold, one Catholic priest dies. <laughs> or that's the rule. That's my new gun law. Within the first month of owning your new gun, you have to shoot a Catholic priest with it. I'm, uh, I'm good with that. I'll go to Virginia and have a talk with them tomorrow. Or I'll, I'll, well, I'm not going to go. I'll phone Virginia and be like, look. I got your back. What you got to do? <laughs> you can have as many guns per month as you want, but each one has to kill a Catholic priest. But within a week of getting it, or we take it away again. Yeah. Police can, or we take away two. There, there, there it is. You really give them that incentive. Police can stop you and take your guns away if they believe they haven't been used to kill a Catholic. <laughs> You have to show proof. Everybody's got a cell phone. A quick little snap a picture <laughs> while you're in church. Um, so good. <laughs> simple. Solving problems. Solving two problems at once. Let's get gun owners killing Catholics. Then the anti-gun people will be like, okay, those guns are pretty good. They're killing pedophiles. And then, then there's Three groups. Well, one is more dead, and two are happier with each other. That's a good solution, in my opinion. <laughs> All sounds good to me. Two out of three parties walk away happy, and one walk doesn't walk away. That's a productive day. <laughs> progressive thinking, my friend. Very progressive thinking. That's what we do here on Eric. Of course. What if we're right? What if we're right? It could make for a very happy world. <laughs> I got a kid, Virginia, on the phone. Aren't they the ones who are fucking her on meth? Isn't that? Oh, yes, I'm just going to say yes. Wasn't it Virginia that's on meth? I believe it was. I think. No, was it Virginia? I don't no. know. No, I can't remember now. 
that was amazing though. <laughs> Meth, we're on it. <laughs> if it wasn't Virginia, then we got to get Virginia on meth. <laughs> Because we got a lot of Catholic killing to do. Don't start at Gord's girlfriend's church. Maybe save that one for a while. I <laughs> uh, appreciate that. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I got to go and try not to kill myself tonight. Um, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. We have guests all week. <laughs> I got to cheer the fuck up. <laughs> Well, um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) well, this was thoroughly depressing. The last few episodes have just ended with me trying to figure out a way to shove my microphone through my eye. It's a good thing it's blunt. (laughs) And and all the episodes ended up with me giggling. So uh, there you go. You hear the edited version of the episode and it ends with this. (laughs) he's trying to stab myself the microphone oh it's just so great this is i'm actually in a better mood than when i started so i guess we're on to something um so go shoot some catholics and i'll support your guns catholic priests Uh, for every catholic priest you kill we'll we'll send you 10 grams of weed <laughs> and good Canadian bud, by the way. Some good BC bud. We'll get the good stuff. That'd be awesome if someone just showed up with a giant fucking loony looking to buy a bunch of weed from the government. Hey, we got the big ass loony. Oh, four million dollar loony. Give us our weed. <laughs> give us our weed. We'll give you back the loony. Oh my god. Oh, I'm so leaving. Good. good night, everybody. It is late for Gord. It's actually late for me. I'm tired of shit. I don't know why. Um so I don't even know what to say. For the love of God, take care of each other. Or don't. I don't care either way personally. <laughs> Just Fair listen enough. to our show before you die. That's all I ask. I yeah, please send us a review. You're gonna die anyway. Give us a review. For the love of anything, please. Um Go to ericandgord.com, or no, don't do that. That's not our website. Go to wearerightdealwithit.com. Leave us a review. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Well, I'll explain more tomorrow about what you can do. I hate you all. Stop lying. Good night. All right. See you, everybody. Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till 